you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back. Today we're talking about dealing with rejection and dealing with failure from a new perspective in the new paradigm. I'm very intimately familiar with the fear of failure and the fear of rejection. These are huge trauma wounds that live within me. And I would say, even up until yesterday, I was dealing with the repercussions and the emotions of that. And not to say that I'm perfect, but I've been working on this quite some time. And I want to share this a little bit in real time, because before it would take me weeks to process, to feel comfortable and confident enough to share about my journey or something that has happened in my life that triggered me. But I'm able to like process it pretty quickly considering that it just happened and I feel comfortable enough that I've read through the emotions. I've been able to hear what the bigger, higher perspective that my higher self and the universe is trying to teach me so that I can share that wisdom with you. And I really am a lifelong learner in the sense that I don't take anything based off anybody else's word, and nor should you take mine. Everything that I share is from my own trial and error and my own experience. And that's when I feel confident enough to share it with you because I've had the ahas by learning and living through it. So it's funny because in my journey with trying to overcome this fear of failure, which has been something that's been rooted in me since my childhood, hardcore wired from the fear of rejection, fear of authority, fear of my parents because I was not fully accepted. I was judged. I was criticized of not being good enough. And that has become my inner voice. And so, so many of us, if we fear trying and fear that we don't want to put ourselves out there and we make ourselves play small because we have this fear of rejection of someone else criticizing us or someone saying no to us or the fear of just failure, trying at something that you really, really want and then it not working out. I really had this for most of my life and it's prevented me from really being courageous and trying things. Like I remember specifically in college, I wanted to try out for the dance team, but my fear of failure of someone saying no was so big that it prevented me from actually trying out. And it's one of the things that I regret because I really think that I would have made it. And the funny thing was, is that someone got hurt or no, I think someone dropped out because they were on vacation. And my friends who started the dance team asked me, to, to fill in for her. And I love the experience. And it made me think, oh, if you would have just tried out yourself, you probably would have just made it. But you know, it's like, that just is like one instance in my life of when I played small, because the fear was so debilitating. And that fear still comes up for me, like in parenting, because that's something that I take really, really seriously. I want to try my best at, I'm constantly growing and evolving and trying to learn from. And recently now that I am six, almost seven, his attitudes coming out. And it's really hard for me to distinguish 
that his attitude is more about his feelings and not to take it personal. And it's not a reflection on me um, as a mom and what I'm doing and feeling like I'm falling short because I can't go regulate and I have big feelings, you know, all the things. Failure is something that is so hardwired and painful because we rooted as a direct correlation to our personal self-worth, that we don't look at it as a separate data point. I was recently reading Pyle's book, Life Pass, and she had this passage, which was like, I think the number one thing that I took out of the book. And she said that failure is not an endpoint. It's a data point. And failure is simply feedback where we need to pivot. We need to redirect ourselves that is guiding us towards success. And sometimes she said that failure is more powerful than success. And I truly believe that. And I think it's one of those perspective shifts that was a big aha for me because for a long time, I believe that, you know, failure is quitting at something you really want. So I thought that you have control over it. And that definition does ring true to a degree, but in my current experience, which I'm going to share with you guys, um, you know, what, what happens when the universe takes away an opportunity that you really want and you didn't quit? It's not that you didn't show up. You really tried your best. Like maybe you tried out for that job. You tried out for the dance team. For me, it was trying out and casting um, for this TV role that I really, really, really believe that would have been an amazing fit for me. And then you don't get it. And how do you deal with that? right? That sense of someone else outside of you is saying no. And that feeling of how can you not take it personal? How can you not take that rejection as a reflection of your personal worth? And so I want to share what happened with me. Um, One, to just let you know that I'm in it with you guys. And these emotions are so real for me. And two, um, just so that if you ever experience something similar in your life, maybe not the same circumstances to know that I get it. And maybe this wisdom will hit home even harder. So for me, I had shared months ago, randomly, this opportunity came up for me. I didn't seek it out. It's not even like I was trying to manifest it, but a casting director reached out to me and said that, Hey, you seem really amazing for this new show that these Emmy uh, winning producers are putting on. It's like, we're looking for mom experts. It's a reality show where you help single moms. Um, It's like a makeover type of show, kind of like Queer Eye. It was the producers of Queer Eye. So you knew that it was going to be amazing budget. They were looking for basically the new Fab Five. If you're watch Queer Eye, I basically binged on all the Queer Eyes and I loved that show. Like it was such a feel good show that was like, man, I want to be a part of something like that. And I really, really wanted to be a part of it. So I made it through round one. I made it to round two. The lady liked me so much. They made my, um, pitch so that they were going to pitch the producers. And then it was radio silence, which I was aware of. And I was just waiting. And you have all the different emotions when you're waiting, right? Like, is it happening? Is it not? I reached out to them two times, be like, Hey, any word? And they're like, we're still waiting. Um, you know, we're pitching you next week and then we're still waiting. And then I didn't hear anything back. And I kind of just went out of mind, out of sight. And I just assumed that I didn't get it. Um, and during that down period, I started 
uh, learning about human design. Um, somebody that I'm friends with mentioned it and I'd heard about it years ago, never really clicked. And I started diving deep into it and it was the exact time that I needed. So I realized that I'm a generator. And if you're not familiar with human design, oh my gosh, you guys have to get on it. It's like really gives you the blueprint of your soul and, understanding why you're so different from other human beings, what the ways that you manifest, the ways that you process emotions. Oh my gosh, it's been life-changing. And um, so if you are interested in it, uh, go and follow my human design, Jenna Zoe, and she has a website. You can get your chart. She has an app, which I highly recommend, my human design. Um, Get your chart. I got all my kids' charts on there. She has tons of videos on her site. I mean, I've been really diving in. I got a personalized reading with someone um, who is a generator as well, like me, so it could help me understand. And I just wanted to do a little side point of like, you know, when you hear inspiring people, like for some of you, uh, my, my stuff resonates and it hits like a strong aha. And for some of you, it might not, you're probably not listening to me now if it doesn't hit a chord. But the thing is, is that you might find that, that someone's like wisdom really hits you well. Um, it's because some of us, well, all of us, understands and interprets and processes information differently. And secondly, because of our generate like our type, like you're a generator, a projector, or a manifester, your life path and purpose is different. And that's why some wisdom will resonate with you and some won't. We don't all manifest the same way, which was a huge aha. So there can't be one size fits all manifestation um, tools and tips out there because it doesn't work for everyone the same way, which was so enlightening. Uh, But anyways, that's a side note, just go find your human design chart, find your kids, human design charts. Let me tell you, you will not be disappointed. But anyways, in my search from understanding human design, all this information about failure was coming up. And like I said, I was reading life pass at that time. And that passage really stuck out to me, which was got, you know, divine guidance of what I needed to hear. And also one thing that I learned about, um, failure through my own human design was that failure and learning how to accept failure is one of my biggest life lessons. And that's why it's been a reoccurring theme in my life, which sucks, but it was really this guide, which was the aha of, you know, Many of us are here to learn how to be unafraid to fail because failure is designed to be a stepping stone to our success. And when I did my personalized reading and I asked her, I was like, why does the universe like give you this opportunity, dangle in front of your face like a carrot, got me super excited for it that I wanted it. It wasn't even in my radar. I would have been totally fine if it didn't, wasn't even in my radar. And then it takes it away from me. Like, aha, sounds like a cruel joke. Like I made you want it. You can't have it. It sounds like a mean girl type of thing to do. Right. And I'm like, why does the universe do that? And she gave me such a beautiful response. She said, sometimes the universe does that to build your confidence. Like you going through the casting process gave you confidence. And it's true. It did that you are worthy. And at the end of the day, all of us are one of our core life lessons is being able to be deep rooted in our self-worth. Un 
defined by our external circumstances, our job, our purpose, what we do, what we have. It's like simply being so rooted in our core that nothing can waver from the truth of knowing that we are a divine being of light, that we are creator in manifested in a human body and to never lose sight of that, never let anything outside of you deter you from that. And so all these different opportunities, um, like failure, it it shakes you to the core. It dysregulates you to remind you who you truly are so that you can always stay connected to it. And so it was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it definitely gave me confidence. And sometimes, you know, like I said, not everyone manifests the same way. Some people manifest specifically, like you have to be concrete about the idea of what you want. And some are non-specific. Like you don't need to be crystal, crystal clear. Like this is exactly what I want. And so she's like, the universe sometimes gives you these opportunities to fine tune, be like, Hey, this excited me. Give me more opportunities like this. She's like, obviously this specific opportunity was not fully aligned. Even if you would have got it, there would have been some drawbacks to it. And in my mind, mentally, I knew some of the drawbacks were that eight weeks out of the year, I would be fully away from my family. And I know that my kids have never been away from me for eight weeks. And Ayan told me straight up, he's like, I hope you don't get it because I don't want you to be gone for that long. And when I think about it, Rehan would have a really hard time. Like he loves when I drop him off to school because we have a 25 minute drive and we talk, we sing, we, you know, he, he enjoys that one-on-one time. And I don't necessarily know that I would have felt alive and thriving and fulfilled if I was missing that time. Um, I know eight weeks seems like a very short period of time, but eight full weeks, you know, it's different if you're gone for two days, but being gone for eight full weeks, like that didn't excite me. Um, so I get it. I could see aspects of it, but of course are, you know, the areas that still need to be healed in our self-worth that we doubt ourselves. Like, why am I not good enough for it? Like, why is someone else like giving this opportunity? Like, I would love to have a great platform. I know I'm meant for big things, but why isn't it happening for me? Right? Like that feeling of I'm not good enough. So it's all things that I need to work on. Um, and I certainly recognize it, but I wanted to share that with you because there might be something that you may feel in your life. You're like, I don't feel good enough or I'm scared to fail or I'm scared to put myself out there. And I definitely had moments where I was like, why did I even put myself out there? Cause I could have saved myself this like whole like emotional, like roller coaster of wanting something and then not getting it. And then the big letdown and the feelings um, of disappointment. And as I was processing through this, you know, I was really lucky that it aligned that, um, I got a massage, which is really healing for our vagus nerve and our emotional system because our nervous system, um, when it's dysregulated needs to feel safe back in our body. When we feel like failure, we tend to escape into our mind, um, and overthink and beat ourselves up or we numb. It feels too intense that we'll try to escape and we'll go on social media or watch TV. But then when we go on social media, we compare ourselves to others. So then we feel even worse about ourselves because we are looking at, um, others in, and their lives in a lens from a lack of ourselves. So it's always these blue colored glasses when we're on social media, because it's going to make you feel worse than you already are, because it amplifies the energy state that you're in. 
So if you feel good about yourself, you feel confident about yourself, you see someone else and they're succeeding and they're making their dreams come true, you really celebrate them. You feel good for them because you don't feel like it's taking away from anything else in your life because you feel satisfied Um, versus like if you feel low about yourself, um, you know, you compare yourself and there's no correlation. Like someone else's success has no correlation of you not being able to be successful, but that's where the mind tends to go when we're still healing that part of ourselves. And so for me, I knew that rejection immediately is a trigger and a trauma wound point for me because doesn't matter. I can't talk myself out of it. There's no pause. It's just this response, the physiological dysregulated response where my fight or fight takes over. And for me, it's not fight or flight. It's actually freeze and fawn. It's like I feel low and I feel depleted and I feel down on myself. I didn't feel angry. I just felt like I beat myself up, like low energy. So recognize that, that if there is an automatic trigger it's going to create a response that you can't talk yourself out of. It has just been hardwired there. So what we need to do, one, is to use all those regulation tools, right? Being aware that you're in a dysregulated state and you're in a low energy state and how do we rebalance ourselves? And I was really lucky that the universe aligned, that I had a massage plan and they gave me the information right at the time that I could move it out of my body quickly. So exercise is great. Um, you know, I would not recommend meditating in a time when you're in a low, low energy or you're feeling angry or anxious in those energy states because it's just going to amplify it. You're not regulated in your system. You're going to feel uh, very um, restless and hyper, and it's just going to amplify that energy that you feel. So I really recommend that massages are actually the greatest thing to kind of move it out of our body uh, to feel safe again because it's gentle. It like lets your nervous system know that it's okay to return back to your body, and it helps to then create that distance and that uh, disconnection from this event that happened in my life has no relation to my confidence, no relation to my self-worth. It is simply, like I said, a learning that this is a stepping stone to help me redirect into the direction that is for my highest good. Maybe it's helping me redefine and be more specific in what it is that I do want. Um, And The quicker we learn to embrace that some things are not meant to work out, the faster we will get to succeeding. So getting really comfortable to like, oh, this is a pivot and not giving it all that extra energy of like, I suck. Why not me? This was like the perfect thing for me. It's like some level of trust and surrender to the universe that you have my back. You sure as hell better show up because I'm letting, I'm trusting that this wasn't for my highest good. So bring me something that is for my highest good. So as a generator, opportunities come to me, like my energy of my aura uh, interacts with the world by the universe bringing me opportunities that then I say yes and no to. But that's different for manifestors and projectors and reflectors. So really knowing your human design is important. So it's my trust that the universe is going to bring me other opportunities and having faith those other opportunities. And I, that has been a case for me, like the whole book deal thing. I didn't seek it out or push or like make it happen. It was an opportunity that came to me. Um, then this whole thing with the casting call thing is an opportunity that came to me. It was not even in my radar. Uh, but the person that I got my energy reading, my human design reading was like, 
make sure you congratulate yourself enough and acknowledge that your vibration attracted that sort of really exciting opportunity. So you can continue to keep fine-tuning and inviting something similar that will feel more aligned. And it's my job that as the universe brings in, there could be things that I say no to. And I also, as uncomfortable as as it is for me, the universe can say no to you too. And that's like the uncomfortable part. Because I was like, well, well, then why are you giving me the opportunity if it's not for my highest good? For some of you who might be listening to this and this doesn't seem like it resonates, it's probably because you're not a generator. And so um, with manifestors, you're supposed to initiate and you have a different power center that's activated. Um, For projectors, you have to wait for the infinite uh, invitation and recognition. So find out your human design because that'll help you understand um, your relation with how you interact with the energy of the world and the universe. But I think this wisdom about failure is kind of universal. So for someone like me, I naturally live through a trial and error process and uh, I have to see what lights me up. And the more that I feel lit up in my everyday life, I will then attract, basically be a generator of light, be the lighthouse so I can attract opportunities. And so one of the biggest things that we have to keep in mind is that failure is not directly correlated to our self-worth. It is a separate event and and entity. And I share a lot about, you know, like numerology, when you see like 11s, it's an angel number. It's a high vibration number. And when you look at two ones next to each other, kind of look at it, look at it as like a train track. Like, yes, in this moment, you're exactly where you need to be. It's like, you know, be here now. And I know a lot of times before I would be like, oh, be mindful of your thoughts because it's what you're manifesting. But I realized that seeing 1111 or 311s, it's like you are on the right train track of where you need to go. Trust it. And in this moment, do what lights you up, right? Be lit up, raise your vibration. It's not so much being like concrete, like this is what I want to manifest. And so when you see these failures, it's just like, oh, time to go on another train track. It's this path is ending and now it's time to take another train that's going to guide you in a different direction, but it's trusting that it'll take you towards the lessons that is needed for you, but also the opportunities. There's different stops on this train now that are different opportunities that you can then interact with and say yes or no. Just look at it as it doesn't mean that your train is crashed and it's demolished. It just means it's time to exit that train and ride a new train to get you towards the destination, your final destination. And I hope that analogy kind of like makes sense um, as you go through your path and your journey. And dare I say that I'm slowly learning that failure has nothing to do with us. It doesn't make us bad. It's not that we aren't meant for greatness. It's just that, you know, sometimes if that's our life lesson, learning to be unafraid of rejection and failure, um, making sure that you're doing your regulation tools to help you stay connected to your body, to help you feel safe, not escape from the emotions that that arise up will help you process it much faster. Um, And again, the quickness that we process things vary from person to person. So if it takes you like two weeks to process something, that's okay, right? To feel and to hear the wisdom. I hope that this 
wisdom finds you exactly when you need it, when your heart and soul is in that space of feeling down on yourself. And it could be that pickup, that inspiration that you needed, exact right timing to remind you that you are not your failures. You are not those, you're not at an end point. You are simply at a data point. Failure is simply feedback of what you need to pivot what you need to try differently and to time to get off that training, get onto a new one. And the biggest reframe that I want you to take from failure is that failure is a sign of your courage, that you are willing and able to put yourself out there. So really celebrate yourself. This is not anything with your self-worth. If anything, it should build up your worth and be like, dang, I'm so good. This was hard, but I put myself out there and I know better things are coming for me. So I hope this serves you well. I really hope that this gives you nuggets of inspiration and light to guide your path. And if you're not following me already, please follow me on Instagram at Thajal V Patel, where you'll get some real-time alerts and wisdom. I love stories. I feel like, you know, recently I haven't been sharing many, many like new posts to get new followers. I'm like nurturing the the people who follow me right now because I feel like you're such a, you're like my people. Like you get me, you're inspired by my spiritual stuff. You're inspired by um, the stuff I talk about, stress relief and meditation for moms and kids. I mean, you guys are my jam right now. I feel like it's your like high vibe uh, moms who I've been able to attract into my community. So it's not so much for me um, of continue to keep growing. I feel like I have such an amazing group of women who follow me already that I feel like stories are just a great way for me to authentically connect and share my truth in real time. So if you're not following me there, definitely follow me there. And I hope you guys have a blessed day if you find this valuable. And if you know someone in your life who struggles with rejection or failure, please share this with them. And in the show notes, I will share Jenna Zoe's My Human Design in case you want to start following her. I will not I mean, I can't say it enough. Like, I highly think that every person needs to know their human design because it's like your blueprint and your owner's manual of understanding like why you're so different from everyone else, but also what your path is on this life. So it's super cool. All right, guys, until next time. Bye. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my seven-day stress detox course. All you got to do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com. And when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, fresh, frustrated and I come to them almost every single day and I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too and if you haven't purchased the meditation for kids book definitely do so now you can purchase it anywhere you buy books Amazon Barnes and Nobles Target IndieBound BAM and you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the meditation for kids masterclass course if you're a complete beginner and learning how to teach meditation to your kids this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.